Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen, and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician. I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Hey there. Today's Saturday Short is for all of the healthcare workers that just were informed over the last few days that they are being mandated to take this shot. So this is an encouragement for you and hopefully some ideas that you can take and use. First, I want to preface this with the fact that I am not the best at all the legal things. So when it comes to politics and legalities, I lean on my husband for that. He stays up on all of that. I stay up on the health end and together we work beautifully to protect our family and and help each other understand what we need to, right? So I don't have to know all the things um, that he knows and he doesn't have to know all the things that I know. We just support each other and believe, you know, that the other one has done their due diligence in that area. So what I want to say about this new mandate um, from the healthcare systems for my healthcare workers, first of all, I am so, my heart is just full of compassion for you. I am just really praying just know that I'm praying for all of you that you will, first of all, have the courage to stand up and fight, that you'll know what to do, when to do it, look to the Lord, know when it's time to speak and know when it's time to be quiet, know what you're supposed to do because you have looked to him first. So you are in my prayers and I want to share with you There is a Facebook group called Healthcare Workers for Freedom. It's a private group, but they have the um, settings set to where you can see it. So I think you should be able to search Facebook and find it. It's called Healthcare Workers for Freedom. I would encourage you to join it. That group has doubled more than that. I think it's more than doubled today. On this, in the it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon when I am recording this, and just since this morning when I looked at it, it has doubled. So, join that group. I hope that it'll be 
um, a good resource for you. Also, look at drtenpenny.com. She has amazing information for all the legal stuff. Um, she also has does the health the health side of it too, but she doesn't do homeopathy. So those of you that listen to this podcast often, you're looking for homeopathy most likely, and I'm going to get there with this encouraging, hopefully encouraging episode. So join those groups. Look for look for Dr. Tenpenny on um, on the internet and do some research. Join the fight. I really am praying that you all will fight for your freedom to be a healthcare worker and choose what happens to your body and your health. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing that may or may not sit well with you, may or may not be an option, is there are a lot of jobs out there. I am not at all encouraging you to run. I don't want to encourage you to run. I want to encourage you to stand because you have worked hard for the position that you're in. You went to school. You've paid a lot of money. You deserve to be in this position. But if you find yourself unable for whatever reason to fight, there are a lot of jobs out there. People are having a hard time finding employees. Go get another job. And I say this. From a place of experience, when I was a single mom, I was working two jobs and going to school. And then as a married, you know, when I married Paul, I was working three jobs and going to school. So I am not at all sitting back in my easy comfort chair, you know, saying, just go get another job. I'm saying there are options I've been there. I have worked really hard in the past when I've had to. I work hard now, but I have had to to have three jobs at a time and be in school to to do my career. So just remember that, you know, that you you may need more than one job to replace the income that you're making in the healthcare system, but they're out there and people need good hard workers. Another thing that you can do is write a religious exemption letter. And what I believe to be true is that if they deny it, that is discrimination for religious reasons, right? For against your religion. So what I'm hearing is one hospital system in our area is saying that If you have a religious exemption on file from the flu shot, they're just going to take that. And that's it. You don't even have to write another letter for this shot. Um, Another hospital system is saying all religious exemptions are going to be taken before a committee. So there there are going to be denials. I would encourage you to know what you're going to do to fight that. How are you going to fight that? Do you have an attorney Start researching right now, but write that exemption letter. And I'm going to share with you my religious exemption letter that I wrote for the flu shot every year that I worked in the hospital. But before I do that, I want to share with you that if you find yourself 
and the situation for whatever reason, you can't fight, you can't work somewhere else, you can't do anything, and you feel like you have to get the shot, homeopathy can help. It's hard with this shot, with it not being a true vaccine. But here's what I would do. I would take Thuya 30C twice a day the week before, the day of, and the day after the shot. I would also take Silica 6X or 30C in the same manner. After that, if things come up, I have seen some crazy stuff, y'all. People have contacted me for consults with with crazy things that are happening in their body after they got the shot. So it's not just a bleeding issue for women. There are lots of things that, and they know, they had never had any such thing. And then within hours to days after getting the shot, they have this big crazy thing that's happening in their bodies. So if something like that comes up, homeopathy can help. But in that case, if you are... If you have terrible symptoms and things come as a result of getting the shot, I need to do a chronic consult with you. I can't. There's no way I could put those things into a a podcast. So contact me for a chronic consultation. The other thing that I would do is get a diatomaceous earth poultice and get it on the injection site ASAP to pull out as much possible um, toxins and things as you can, as much as possible. So have it with you, you know, and get it on there. And then vitamin C to bowel tolerance the weeks before and after. So probably a long time. I would do that uh, maybe even six months, Vitamin the high-dose vitamin C. Before the shot, I would also do activated charcoal um, to help with detox. And the recommendation is, now remember, I'm not a naturopathic doctor. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not an herbalist. So this recommendation I received from Dr. Robin Murphy, who is a naturopathic doctor and homeopath. He recommended... um, Activated charcoal, 2,000 milligrams per day for one month before the shot. Now listen, what I'm, you may not have a month by the time you listen to this, but as of right now, what I'm hearing is that people need to be, uh, have this shot by October and it's currently July 2021. So you, right now you have time. But even if even if you are at the last minute and you're just now hearing this, do it anyway. Just go ahead and start it. Divide that 2,000 milligrams into two doses, one in the morning, one in the evening. So 1,000 milligrams in the morning, 1,000 milligrams in the evening. And then Dr. Murphy said half of that dose can be given to children under 12. So I don't know what you're facing for your children for the school year, but... All of these things that I just mentioned with the thuya, silica, vitamin C, and the activated charcoal and the the, um, diatomaceous earth, according to Dr. Murphy, can be used for, um, for your children too. So let me go now and just read to you my 
religious exemption letter that I turned in every year that I worked in the hospital system. And you're welcome to tweak this. You need to tweak it. You need to make it your own. You need to have your own words in there. And um, one person received guidance not to include the ingredients of the shot. And you'll see what I mean in just a minute. So I'm going to read it. Okay, so mine for the flu shot, now remember, says, I would like to declare religious exemption from receiving the flu vaccination. There are a few religious views I personally value that conflict with this vaccination. It would be against my moral and Christian conscience to put this vaccination into my body. The following reasons are my grounds for religious exemption. I strongly disagree with the manner in which these vaccinations are obtained. Many vaccinations include human diploid tissue, which is acquired from aborted fetuses. The material placed in these vaccinations are also made with foreign proteins, and some vaccines are genetically engineered with viral and bacterial materials. The specific vaccine in question, comma, flu, comma, contains squalene, which is dangerous and not even approved in the United States. The marisol, formaldehyde, and human diploid tissue. These toxic ingredients are injected into the body and go into the bloodstream. I value the fact that man is made in God's image, and I feel that the injection of toxic chemicals into the bloodstream is a violation of God's commandment to keep the body pure and free from impurities. I do not accept human or animal blood into my own bloodstream. This vaccination contains DNA from either animals or humans and violates this belief. That was the entirety of my flu vaccine declination form that I turned in every year. You would, of course, change this to, say, whatever vaccine or shot you are wanting to avoid. Um, And in the past, I'd had the question come to me, you know, that, that somebody felt like this was lying, and I don't at all. Um, everything in here is 100% true. This is not, I didn't write this to just to get out of a flu shot. I, this is what I really believe. So I encourage you to be truthful with this. Um, you know, if you're not a Christian, you, what are, what are your beliefs? You know, you need to make this truthful. I would never use the Lord or the Bible or his word to to lie. So um, God does command us to keep our bodies pure, right? I mean, that's in the Bible. And, um, you know, aborted baby fetuses, I'm totally against abortion. So if you're not, then you won't be able to include that in your letter. You need to keep this truthful. I have a good friend who wrote her own letter that I really liked, and she gave me permission to share it. So my friend's letter says, I believe that my body 
is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I am responsible for what I willingly allow to be put into my body. Through prayer and counsel, my conviction is that I should support my immune system in wellness and that God wants me to keep my body holy unto Him. Therefore, I am asking to be exempt from whatever shot or vaccine you want to place in there. I hold sincere and genuine religious beliefs that are contrary to me receiving this shot or vaccine. I commit to wearing the appropriate PPE when I'm in direct contact with or within six feet of any patient or team member. I also strongly disagree in the manner in which this shot or vaccine was tested using aborted human cells. This is an ethical dilemma for me as I believe in the sanctity of human life and resist using aborted fetal tissue in any research. God has ways of honoring and blessing the effectiveness of principled action in his name. My religious convictions prevent me from accepting a vaccine or a shot that was made in this manner as a consumer of such action. And for me, it is a violation of the commandments of the Bible that I hold true to. So I thought her writing was lovely. And really, I even liked hers better than mine. But I do have, again, I have her permission to share that, her writing, and um, you can use it, you know, to form your own letter. Remember, use these as suggestions to write your own. My encouragement for you today is to look to the Lord in all things. Lean on Him. Lean on Him and not your own understanding. If you are finding yourself totally freaked out right now, worried, um, concerned that that this is just going to ruin your entire life, I would encourage you to spend some time this weekend or in the coming days to really focus on Him and ask Him what it is that He wants you to do. Ask the Lord what it is that He wants for you to learn in this? what Does he want you to fight or does he want you to flee? Because I can promise you, he's not going to have everybody fight. He has a job for you in this season. And whether that job is to go and find another job, to just quit this job, or to stand and fight and keep moving forward in your career, Only he knows. And so I really would encourage you to ask him. Here's the next thing. Focusing on him is going to magnify the kingdom. And that's what we're here for. We want to magnify the kingdom, not what the enemy is doing on the earth. So when we focus on the issues, when we focus on the problems, when we focus on the fear that this can bring, you are magnifying that fear which magnifies the enemy. 
And that is not at all helpful. It will not carry you forward and it won't help you at all in this fight. So friends, I just speak a blessing and a peace that can only come from the Lord over you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank the Lord for you who are listening to this right now. I thank him that you will hear his voice, that you will seek him and seek him first and seek him only. He is your healer. He is your protector. He is your banner. So friends, I encourage you again, look to him, praise him, worship him, focus on him. He will lead you in the right direction. Your fear will not lead you in the right direction. You will be led astray if you look at and follow and focus on that fear. So again, I bless you. I thank you for listening. I am praying for each and every one of you. This is not a fight that you're in alone. As I was closing this episode, I ran across some more information that I want to share with you right now. So almost finished, but not quite. So I've got some great friends who are really um, knowledgeable about all of the legal things. So I am actually going to take this next piece to share with you from a friend of mine. And um, she is reminding us that your employer may or may not accept a medical or religious exemption and that you do not have to belong to a religious order to claim an exemption. It can be your personally held religious belief. We are in North Carolina, so she is educating people here to contact Roy Cooper and your legislators and tell them that you are being threatened for not accepting an experimental injection and that you can do that at ncleg.gov. You can also contact ICanDecide.org, who has a legal team that may be able to help. So that's the last bit of information that I have to share with you today. I really want to end with focus on the Lord. And I just say, God bless you. Please reach out to me if you need help, have questions about homeopathy, if you have been injured in any way and need help uprooting conditions. And my website is melissacrenshaw.com, and I'm happy to help you as much as I can. I can either teach you how to do this yourself at home, or I can just consult you on what to do with you and your family. And look for future information as things unfold and as I have more to share, I will absolutely be here to share it with you. Keep an eye on my website as well, because there could be information posted there in a blog to help you navigate this thing that most of us saw coming a long time ago. This is not a surprise to me or many of my friends. 
But if this has surprised you or snuck up on you, then it can be very disconcerting. So I just pray that you'll, again, look at Jesus and allow him to lead you in all things.